back, guys. Okay, hello. Um, I have a very, very special guest on, and I always say this, but like, um, this is going to be part two of um Stop Asian Hate Project episode kind of mini series that I'm doing, and this woman, this lady that I have on, I've known her since um sophomore, no freshman year, yeah, freshman year, my because freshman sophomore. Uh huh. Oh my God. See, you already know who she is because she talked. Anyways, what? Um, yeah, give it up for Jackie, guys. Jackie knew it. Um, a little bit about her. We did gymnastics together and we had a lot of like boy issues too, which was like, <laughs> we're not going to say anything, but like, yeah, we had boy issues, but then it was like, she kind of saved me from being in this relationship. And then just like, yeah, <laughs> everything in between. Um, as you guys know, if you guys didn't check out, um, the other episode will be about the historical aspect of the increase of why am I forgetting the increase of like Asian hate and um, Asian American discrimination. And I did that one with Tiana and Nikki. So you guys can go check that one out before you listen to this one with me and Jackie about kind of growing up Asian American and the experience like weird in between of being an Asian and then being an American and then kind of like, especially being an Asian American woman because of everything that's going on right now. Like it's just, you know, not only are is it scary to go outside because it's a pandemic, but also because like we are Asian and we are women. Like that's so that's so scary. Um, yeah, we're just gonna jump right into it. I asked this question to them earlier, but like, your what were your initial thoughts when you saw like six Asian women were killed during like the whole? Because like, yeah, that was like blowing up everywhere, and they found out about it through Twitter, and they kind of. They're, they're kind of like me where it was like they couldn't really process everything going on but I know a lot of people were outraged as we should be but like what, what were your thoughts on everything to be honest I didn't think it was real at first because it was it was like such a like a crazy it's like super personal even though I don't know them in a sense mm-hmm. because the first thought I had in my mind like that could have been like my mom, that could have been my grandparents, that could have been my aunt. Mm -hmm. And to realize that it was like, what the heck? I was going to cuss if I wasn't. No, go ahead. I was just like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Because ever since last year, like exactly last year, Asians have been like, Asian hate crimes have been on the rise because of coronavirus and I mean, I get that you might be scared and there is some superstition about that, like, you know, but you don't have to direct your hate towards that, towards uh, direct your hate of coronavirus towards Asians who have no control over the situation at all, mm-hmm. you know? And that was just like my initial thought. I'm like, why is this even happening? I f- it feels like we all had that sense of like surreality because it was like, what? is going on because when i first saw i saw like the headlines first on like um what's it called um apple like apple news and Mm -hmm. then i was i was so confused because at first they didn't they only it only said asian women eight asian women killed they didn't even say like six of them were asian american so then like um i didn't even like it didn't even occur to me until like until i was reading it and i was like oh my god like this is this is like that next level of like if 
if it wasn't enough to attack our elders, they're going to go after like us specifically, like just Asian women. And it's like so scary. Like I said this earlier too, where it's like, I wanted to go to Target yesterday, but like by myself, but I'm just like almost scared. <laughs> like I'm a little scared to go right now. Cause like Jackie knows this, like I'm really short and I'm just like, I feel like I'd be a prime target for like anything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm just like, I'm a little scared, but like even before this pandemic, like as women, we were like always kind of we have to be aware of our surroundings because like yeah they're like shady fucking men like him who are just like yeah i did it because like i'm a sex addict or like i was having a bad day and like that's like that's no excuse for like murder or anything yeah i feel like like since there are asian women right like women in general have been such a target um towards hate and it's like so normalized for like you know catcalling um, sexual harassment on the street it's so normalized for women and women just kind of know that it might happen but to the extent with Asians like Asian racism has been super normalized like not before coronavirus you know like in media in film and in like society Asian racism has just been something we laughed with about and we couldn't really say anything because if we did, we were like, oh, you're just being oversensitive, overly sensitive or anything like that. So I think this whole, the whole shooting is such an eye opener to not only me, but like to a lot of Asian Americans and a lot of people in general, because I did think Asian racism was super normalized with me. Cause like, I was just like, yeah, it happened. Now I'm realizing like, oh shoot, this shouldn't be happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, I'm going to go on a tangent. Go ahead. What the heck? Um, So when I was like in first grade, right, we're having lunch and my mom made me like sushi. And it was... Sounds good right now. So good. My mom made me sushi. And I remember this this kid like who sat in front of me. He wasn't even in my class because you know how like one row would have one class, one row would have another. He was like, oh my gosh put that away that smells disgusting and I was just like what's wrong with it and like I had uh, other Asian friends and not even Asian friends I had my other friends they're like there's nothing wrong with it like it doesn't even smell bad and then but he was like being over dramatic and I think that's one occurrence that I actually dealt with racism firsthand and I didn't even realize it until recently so I think that being the normalization of it has really caused it to be this drastic mm-hmm I think um, it's weird because luckily for me, like I haven't, I haven't like experienced something like that. Maybe I did, but maybe I like blocked it out when I was younger. But I remember always getting like, um, and I still get them where it's just the typical like microaggression of like the stereotypes of being either like a model minority or just like kind of fitting just Asians into this specific mold. But um I think once you like like you said like in the moment you don't really register or understand like what's going on because all you feel is that you're getting attacked and then because it's normalized like you said it's hard to be like to either stand up for yourself or to um just kind of be like oh yeah haha yeah like be uncomfortable and like laugh it off because I've like I've been listening to like other stories or like other podcasts where they talk about their experiences and like it's just so like uncomfortable because it's like what do you do in that situation like as a first grader like what do you do in that situation where you're like I have sushi and this is what I eat and then this male this oh my god this guy is attacking me saying it stinks but it's like 
dude, it doesn't stink at all. Yeah, like I wholeheartedly think that he only did that because I was eating something different. Mm-hmm. Not because it was bothering anyone or him. It was just because I was different. He took the opportunity to make it a big deal. Okay, speaking on more microaggression stuff, Jackie was saying after kind of that first grade incidents, and yeah, you know what incidences. Um, <laughs> she was talking about how this was. I found this so interesting because if you know Jackie, she's nothing like this. Where like when she dyed her hair, a lot of people were calling her like an ABG or something, and that's yeah. like. Um, Jackie's the farthest thing from that. So I just find that so funny. Um, exact. And we we're talking about how like um, they kind of stereotype um, kind of just Asian women and Asian men. Or or I said this last time where it was like they fetishize Asian women and then they demasculate um, Asian men. So that's why there's always kind of this divide or there's always this thing where um, – where you know like if we were complimented it's kind of like you should be thankful that I'm complimenting you because like and it's like um I can be complimented because of who I am not because of like what I look like or anything else and then it's just yeah it's just really frustrating and the microaggressions like Jackie brought up she was saying how like it really doesn't hit you until like you're older and you realize like wow like I was really uncomfortable and I was really like hurt, but just like, I didn't know how to cope with it, you know? Yeah. Cause, um, oh, speaking of how the spectrum with Asian women, Asian men, mm-hmm. there's literally only two. So mm-hmm. like I said, with women, there's only like, you know, ABGs or like you're the model, you know, there's never any in between. People always put you into like your own like little section which is so weird because everyone is completely different like you could be having straight A's but you could have dyed hair you know yeah and then yeah and then with like toxic masculinity in the Asian community is so predominantly predominant ever since like k-pop and like Korean culture has been like popularized because when it's first starting to popularized because side note I am a k-pop fan (laughs) But and, okay. and webtoon stand there's nothing wrong with that and webtoon stand hit me up you need webtoon recommendations but um when korean culture has been popularized because of bts you know and a lot of k-pop idols do wear makeup and i know a lot of people especially in the united states because there's toxic masculinity they're like oh my gosh they look gay they look like a girl first of all gay shouldn't really be used as an insult that's just not okay but it's really funny how that developed into people expressing themselves. Like a lot of men who just paint their nails or wear makeup as well. And it is, I believe it's a lot inspired by Korean culture, but I, there's still like posts about how like, you know, BTS or like K-pop, like Korean men look gay because they they want to express themselves, but you can't have that double standard to like other people as well. Cause if you think, Oh my gosh, it's so hot when guys paint their nails, but then call, like insult Asian men for wearing makeup it's kind of like having a double standard you know that's oh my god that yeah that is so interesting because I remember when k-pop was like getting big and how a lot of like um guys here would kind of hate on that because it's like because like you said going back to the whole like when that kid was saying how ew like you're eating sushi like 
it they're only saying that because it's weird and because it's like foreign to them and because it's so different but it's like it's like it's a good different because it's like we haven't seen like anything like that in a while and yes like most of like kind of um what is it most of the things that like American guys do now, like painting their nails or like wearing makeup too, like that heavily stems from um, just the Korean culture and K-pop. But yeah, that's the whole thing of like they demasculate they demasculize like males. And I wish like we had a male guest on for this too, so they could speak on about this. But I yeah, I noticed that too, where I think just what what is a movie what is an american movie that has like an asian well besides crazy rich asians where it was like a just a very like hot sexy male lead and they were like you know they were doted upon like there's nothing like that besides that and i think that just stems from like the representation in media and kind of like the representation around us everywhere like luckily like we live in such like a you know quote-unquote diverse like environment so we've met with a lot of people but I think now when we're all like in a pandemic you kind of really see like where people stand on things and it's like so surprising just okay we can go a little bit more into because we touched upon like representation we can go a little bit more into the stereotypes because I think getting good grades and getting all of that like that's such like a redundant and like stereotype but then sometimes it's true because like you said um i mean immigrant families always come here for like a better life but it's just that um predominantly like asian americans are so heavily like where do you think the what's it called the word tiger mom comes from like literally um they come from asian american households or just like kind of generational like households where it's like you know they want that better life for us so that we can provide a better life for them and sometimes I mean in the moment they sometimes don't understand that um when you push that upon us like there's going to be consequences like there's going to be like mental health consequences I mean like look at us now if we weren't kind of like kind of in a way like healing and talking about this like I'm pretty sure it would have built up inside because it's like a lot of people really want to just say like Asians get good grades or there's there's like this or that or like you said with the spectrum you're either this or that but it's like there's so much in between like we are people too and it's like the complexities of it like we have our own problems and we go through the same things too or yeah we go through like mainly the same things without like us even knowing because like you know it's a lot of like pinning against each other but I don't know like what oh my god I think I remember you posting this where it was like and it was so inspirational too or kind of in the moment when you were like I don't want to be like known as this like what what did you say not it wasn't an ABG but I don't want to be known as this like milk tea lover or something like this and like the typical this I just want to be known for like Jackie or like just known for like for myself I don't know if you still have that up because I know a lot of people like to archive but um I remember you posting that and I was like wow like that's so that was just so like um I don't want to be like I don't know I just can't I can't put it into words but I I really liked it I really liked your words yeah I think I remember what you're talking about. So there was this incident where this girl was copying a lot of what I was doing. Like direct copying, like um, posting the same photos I was posting. Like, you know, like a little gist thingies. Remember when I posted the music? Yeah, I, she would post the exact same one and she would buy the same clothes I was buying. 
And it was very odd because when I did confront her, because I did feel pretty uncomfortable about it, uh, she was just like, oh, it's just an aesthetic, like blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I don't want to be known as an aesthetic. I'm just Jackie. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be known as, oh, yeah, the Asian girl who dyed her hair or, oh, the Asian girl who's like, you know, like plays volleyball. Like, yeah, those are characteristics characteristics of me. But I just want to be known as Jackie who is Jackie, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of, like, what Asian racism has to, like, what Asian racism is. You know, you have the smart kid, you have the ABG, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we shouldn't really put labels like that because they are their own person. They have their own name. Like, mm-hmm. those, I understand, like, like, you know, where the good grades come from, you know? But I feel like media portrays that stereotype, like, wrongly. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, they're good grades just because they're Asian. And I'm like, no, like and then, many people can get good grades, you know? Yeah, like a lot of people can get good grades on their own. And um, specifically, I think for Southeast Asians where it's like or lower um, income Asian households where it's like we don't like like what am I trying to say in the Asian community itself like it's already so segregated right it's already so divided with between like Asian um what Southeast Asians and then East Asians and then South Asians and then just like all of the different type of Asians that's why one you can't generalize or blanket state us and then two it's like you can't say that we all get good grades or we're all this when we're just also different we come from like different um backgrounds like yes there may be like something so similar in all of us but like it's like you said with the whole personality or like I'm my own person where it's like the little things that make us different are what set us apart so it's like you can't say that I'm this because of this or I like this so I'm automatically this like it's just so it's more it's much more complicated than it is yeah like like you said with how like Asia is a whole continent. Like, it's not just Japan, Korea, and China. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people forget about that because, like, myself, I don't look Vietnamese apparently. And, like, I don't have, I would, like, my skin is slightly fairer than normally because I was born in America and it's not as, like, the sun. And so a lot of people, like, assume that, like, I'm not, like, a Southeast Asian. And I'm just like, I'm like, I used to hate being Southeast Asian because, you know, the media only portrays like, like, even if it's a bad way, the media only portrays like um, East Asian. Like the only Disney princess I could relate to somewhat is Mulan, but she's Chinese. (laughs) She was like the only like Asian like princess I could actually look up. But there is a new movie that had like Southeast Asian. Raya, Raya and the yeah. Dragons. It was really good. I liked it. Okay, but yeah, it's a lot of that like internal battle between who I am as of like who I want to be and like my culture. Mm-hmm. Because oh. the media wants me to be someone else, but I am someone like completely different. Mm-hmm. It so. is. It definitely is. And I think. Have you ever um kind of had? Well, speaking on the 
internal battle have you ever felt well i said this in the beginning where it's like sometimes um that asian side of you and then the american side of you because that's like another layer on top of everything because like how we think is completely different from like how our parents think because you know they're from a different generation and they're from a different country too so like it's um it's like everything that we're doing right now like the progressive activism and just like um speaking on topics like this it's foreign to them because it's more like they grew up with it but they suppressed it because that's what they thought was normalized and now we're trying to undo everything that they're um that they think is normal yeah um being asian american i don't i'm not fluent in my native language Mm -hmm. and i really regret that growing up or like now because growing up i did not like i wanted to be white to be honest yeah, we're all like a little bit whitewashed. Oh, I said this earlier too, but I'll like bring it up again where it was like um, a- another reason why like a lot of other marginalized groups don't like kind of like Asians is because like, you know, earlier when you said with the whole statistics of like lumping Asians and whites together because of what the statistics and the numbers and they want their like school numbers to rise or something. But it's more like, yes, Asian American, this is, we do like have more privilege than most of like some marginalized groups but that doesn't mean like we have so much privilege that's that kind of is on the same level as like a white male or like a white woman because like we are uh, people of color too yeah and speaking on that I feel like sometimes people forget that we are people of color like Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was a person of color until like few years back because I was like oh like you know like I didn't go through what they went through but then now you're realizing it that we all go through something but it may not look similar but it's still racism Mm -hmm. you know so yeah I didn't I don't know my I didn't know my native language for a long time like Mm -hmm. I like there was one point where I didn't like I didn't know anything Mm -hmm. and I'm now like trying to relearn it (gasps) that's good yeah or at least trying to like communicate it a little bit more with my family because I don't want to like forget it in the future the damage of whitewashing has been done because you know with society now that like I'm starting to learn about my more like my own culture and learning who I am as a person I'm really trying to go back into my roots you know trying to learn um my native language because I couldn't communicate with my grandma that well and like she passed mm-hmm. that's something I regret not being able to communicate with her mm-hmm. and like of course I'm going to speak English you know but maybe like speaking Vietnamese will bring me closer to my family you know mm-hmm. and it's like I hate that I didn't like my native language because so many people made fun of me, you know Asian languages like Ching Chong you know like that's like I hate like I don't hate myself for not learning it because you know, I was a kid, what else would I know? But I hate how society made it normal to make fun of our language. Mm-hmm. And that kind of caused the damage. Yeah, like, as kids, again, we don't, re- like, we don't 
really well i think just growing up in america like that's already like whitewashing and i think now we kind of understand why our parents like kind of for like when we come home like don't speak english or like we're gonna we're not gonna talk to you in english so you can understand and you can at least like pick up our language if you want to carry it on in the future and like i think that just comes with like as you grow older because it's like you like you said like i think i went through a phase like that too and i like talked about that in like my filipino series in october where it was like it's this very like you kind of resent your parents for not teaching you it, but then you also have to kind of resent yourself because like you were the one that was like, I don't, ew, I don't want to learn that. I just want to be like, you know, white or I just want to. Um, normal. Yeah, I want to be normal or I just want to speak English because, you know, that's our default language. But yeah, that's, oh, that's like so, what, what can I say? Like that's so like, um, I, I was gonna say that's so bold no that's like so I guess that's a very eye-opening moment for like the both of us because like not everyone is gonna go through that like I don't know I feel like this whole episode is like kind of a reflection and I really like it because yeah. it's like we're also healing together and I like really really like that too and guys this is the end I'm so so sad this is like the only time I ever get to like see or talk to Jackie because it's like we're so busy and that's yeah. just yeah and that's just that but I will have everything that jackie has linked she's on it and um yeah just go talk to her and go support and just like you know if you feel like you are alone you are not because like i don't know if you're listening to this episode just know you're not alone like i hope like if you're listening to this episode and you are asian american like you just know that just imagine imagine yourself that you were in this zoom call with me and jackie because i'm pretty sure like all of the experiences sorry Sorry, go ahead (laughs) if you feel alone just know that you at least have me and Crystal. yeah like we want to talk we want to just get to know each other and just like keep the support going but Jackie what is your ads and everything you can plug yourself um okay I'm most active on Instagram so it's at I-A-C-Q-U-E I don't know how to pronounce it it's (laughs) Aki I don't know But my DMs are open anytime if you want to talk. And I do post a lot about Asian hate. So if you want to educate yourself, just look out for my stories. Mm-hmm. And then you can go follow this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts <laughs> and anything else. And yeah, our DMs are always open. And I will also have like probably like a Google form for like guesses to talk about, especially for like Asian American guesses soon of just like if you want to talk about your experience, if you want to like talk about anything, like let's do that. Let's get comfortable and let's just talk. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm.